In less than a year, our podcast has gone from an average of 10,000 downloads a month to 50,000 downloads. What made the difference? You leaving us a five-star review. The more positive reviews, the more the algorithm picks us up, and more people are confronted by the law and gospel of Jesus Christ. Help us press forward the crown rights of King Jesus by leaving us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks. If we are to preach the gospel, share the gospel, proclaim the gospel to others, we must believe it. And if we are to believe it, we must understand it. It is a heretical Gnostic notion to think that understanding and belief are somehow divorced from one another. That's what much of our modern evangelical culture has insisted. They'll say, yeah, sure, to preach the gospel shamelessly, unapologetically, certainly you must believe it. If you're going to shamelessly preach the gospel, then you have to be authentic. It has to be genuine. It has to be something that you yourself believe. Like any good salesman, if he's going to be successful, it helps tremendously if he actually believes in the product that he's attempting to get others to buy. So evangelicalism doesn't really have much of an opposition to the principle up to this point. The idea that if you're going to preach the gospel well, if you're going to do so persuasively, and if you're going to do so unapologetically, you must believe it yourself. What you are presenting to others must be something that you believe yourself. Where evangelicals will then derail is when you follow that statement up by saying, and that which you yourself believe, it must also be something necessarily that you understand. This idea that, well, you believe with your heart and you know with your mind, and these are two completely unrelated things. That is a misconception. That is not biblical. Even the greatest commandment that Jesus says in Matthew chapter 22, verse 37 through 40, he said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. Elsewhere in the gospel narratives, strength is also included with all your strength. And the second greatest commandment is like it, that you should love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hinge, that is, they depend upon these two commandments. The greatest, first and foremost, love God. The second, love your neighbor as you love yourself. But in regards to the first, in regards to man's moral obligation to love the Lord his God, above all other things, What's included in this command is that you should love the Lord your God with everything. That's what Jesus is expressing. And he's quoting Old Testament scripture. But what he's expressing, that the chief principle, the headline of the story, is that man is called to love God with every part of him, with all of his being, reserving nothing for himself. What Jesus is not expressing is that love for God is like a Luby's buffet. And that you can step in line and you can say, you know what, I'm more of a heart guy. And the commandment is, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and or strength. And I'm a heart guy, and so I've, I've opted for a Christian life of loving the Lord with all my heart. And I'm fulfilling the first and greatest commandment. You see, what evangelicals have done is instead of the word and, 
they have replaced it with the word or. What's the greatest commandment? Love the Lord your God with your heart, soul, mind, or strength. And you get to choose which option you prefer. And the heart people, this is what they do, and I would say this is 98% of evangelicals, they all opt for heart, it's not a coincidence. What they do essentially is they say this, number one, I've chosen to love the Lord with all my heart. And first and foremost, that's better than everybody else. Right, there's some guys, you know, they love the Lord with all their mind. But I've loved the Lord with all my heart. And I think the Lord prefers this one. I'm better than those mind-loving Christians. You know, those who just, they love God with their thoughts. But I love God with my feelings. And that trumps loving God with your mind and with your thoughts. Why? What, what verse told you that? Well, I think it was Disney, chapter 12, verse 13. Feelings trump everything. And I feel, you know, I mean, when I'm worshiping the Lord, I, I, I get the feels. I cried four times this week while listening to a, a worship, you know, song in my car. That's not how it works. It's not a buffet. Jesus doesn't say, here are four, three or four different ways. to, And all you have to do is one. No, Jesus is saying, you must love me with every element of your being. It's not this, 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 or that. It's this, 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 and that. You must love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. We are not Gnostics. 